0: Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. God is still on the throne, and prayer changes things. Today, von Schatzer is back with part two of his look at the true history of American education. Friends, I want to encourage you to visit our website, SWRC.com. There, you'll find the latest headlines from the End Times video with Dr. Larry Spargimino, our latest Watchmen on the Wall programs, and timely articles that will inform and strengthen your faith. And of course, our extensive archive of past programs and the Resource Center, filled with over 1,000 books and DVDs. SWRC.com That's SWRC.com And while you're visiting our website, be sure and visit the Events page. There, you'll see the details on this Saturday's Prophecy Conference in Des Moines, Iowa. SWRC.com. Yesterday, Von Schatzer began sharing the history of American education. He's back with more details on how today's education system came to be what we see in our classrooms today. Well, dear friends, we're back with
1: Brother Von Schatzer. I know if you heard the program yesterday, about our godly educational heritage, what was taught in the schools. You're absolutely amazed. Uh, I've heard this before. Perhaps you've heard it before also. But this is a key and a critical area. And we're talk- talking to Vaughn Schatzer. Of course, we mentioned his book, uh, History of American Education from Harvard Scholars to Worker Bees of a New World Order. This is a very helpful book, covers 400 years of American Educational History. We have a lot of other things to offer you as well. Vaughn, it's really great to have you back on the program.
2: Oh, thank you, Brother Larry. It was such a privilege and honor to be with you and your listeners and share our America's uh, uh, godly heritage from the scriptures and where we're headed if we don't wake up and have revival. But I think today's program will just be as interesting as yesterday.
1: Well, I know, um, as I was thinking of some of the things we discussed in our previous program, that George Washington and all of the founders realized that in order to have a democratic republic, you have to have a virtuous people. Without virtue, without that inner control, a love for God, the activity of the Holy Spirit, then you yes. need a dictatorship. You know, people will be wild. And, and I think right. that's, that's one of the reasons why we see this evil, especially sexual evil. I believe that, yes. that sexual evil, homosexuality, perversion, drag queens, and all that nonsense, it's vile. And why it's vile is because it destroys character. And when you destroy yes. character, you destroy virtue. And when you have people who are not virtuous, they have to be controlled. And that's exactly the direction we are going in. So let's uh, talk about the name of the first teachers' union in America. And, And, hey, tell me, what did they believe?
2: Okay, we need to go clear back to 1892. This is America's first teachers' union. It was called the Kansas Teachers' Union. It prepared a book for the commemoration of the 400th anniversary of Christopher Columbus Day. The Kansas Teachers Union made a decision to voluntarily turn elementary education over to the state, and this is what they said about that. To to propose and discuss further than to remark, if the study of the Bible is to be excluded from all state schools, if the inculcation of the principles of Christianity is to have no place in the daily program, if the worship of God is to form no part of the general exercises of these public elementary schools, then the good of the state would be better to better serve by restoring all schools to church control." So. Brother Larry, it was made very clear by the Kansas Teachers Union, if the Bible, the principles of Christianity, the worships of God were removed, the state should return all schools back to the church. Remember, this is
1: 1892. Wow, that's late, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I, I see um, how our founders, and even up to 1892, realized that that character— you know the, the Bible stories. So many of the stories are about the importance of character, truthfulness, yes. and what happens when people sin. I mean, you know, David and Bathsheba, for example, one of the great tragedies. Yes. He, he was a godly man, oh, wow. but he got carried away. That's right. now, t- today, that's not considered sin. That's um, well, that's just learning having how to a have meaningful
2: fun. relationship.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it's so, and that now we have all kinds of. You know, uh, polyamory and all these weird, yeah. uh, and, and people say, "Well, that's my right." And uh, no, it's not. When you when you break those no moral way. values that have been created by God in the hearts of little children, when you start taking yeah. away this this wall of modesty, even little kids, you know, their parents need yeah. to tell them, you know, somebody should not touch you, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But even if the parents Amen. didn't say that, there is within every child's heart. A wall of modesty. They know something's yep. wrong. Something's funny. You know, even a four-year-old. Yep. And and when you take that away, it, it's tragic. The whole country falls apart like we're falling yep. apart now. Well, founding father Noah Webster, who helped author the uh, the U.S. Constitution, he authored another amazing school textbook titled Webster's 1828 American Dictionary of the English Language. Tell us about that.
2: Yeah, this was truly an amazing dictionary, the English language, for several reasons. First, it gave the definition of over 70,000 English words, and after many of the words were Bible verses, so you would get the original intent of all words, including the words of the U.S. Constitution, Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence. You know, there's so much confusion Right. of what the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and the Declarations really mean. Noah Webster cleared all that up. All you need to go, do is go to his dictionary. An example is the word truth. Remember in the Declaration of Independence, the second paragraph says, we hold these truths to be self-evident. Right. And it goes on about our God-given unalienable rights. Well, listen to this. Truth, first Webster gave the definition it means conformity to fact or reality then he gives uh, about a half a dozen bible verses after the word i'll just give you two of them thy word is truth john chapter 17 you know what th- you want to know what the word truth is in the constitution bill of rights go to the bible and wow. truth the second example he gives here is jesus christ is the way the truth and the life, John chapter 14. And then he gives one more blood. He says, this is the fluid that circulates through our arteries and veins of the human body. And he quotes Matthew chapter 26. This is my blood of the New Testament, right. which is shed for the remission of sin. And then he goes on to Romans five nine. It says, be now justified by his blood. And that's just two words, brother Larry. <laughs> All the words are in there with Bible verses, plus it had his personal testimony how him and his daughter was saved in an old-fashioned revival camp meeting, and they walked what was called the sawdust trail and gave Mm -hmm. their hearts to Jesus Christ. That was all in the original Webster's 1828 dictionary, and today the versions you see or you buy in the stores, you ought to take them this fall and winter when it gets cold and tear the pages out and use them to start your wood stove fire because all the bible verses have been taken out all the words have been changed the definitions and there's no personal testimonies brother larry amen
1: amen well you you know so many times when when those who are woke and quote progressive look at the constitution they try to soup it up and uh it yes. becomes like silly putty, you know, you can make it say anything you want. <laughs> You're but, right. but with Webster, you can know That's what those right. words meant. And I think the original yes. intent of a document of the US Constitution yes. is so important. So a lot of times people say, Well, we the words have changed, the meaning of words have changed. We don't know what they mean. Well we sure well, do. <laughs> we know now. And and original right. original intent. I mean, you know, yeah, I've seen some theologians take some Bible verses and they give it a weird, weird meaning, and that's yes. not what it means. That's not what Paul meant. No. That's not what Jesus meant. But we're so smart, right. we think that we can yes. change the the Bible. Yes. In fact, that's exactly what the communists in China is doing. Yes. They are changing the Bible. They're sinicizing yes. the Bible. They're modernizing the Bible, and we're doing the same thing in our country with with the Bible, with the uh, the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, yes. and no wonder kids are confused. You know, in the church I yes. pastor, we have a, a psychiatrist, a very godly psychiatrist, there's a lady, mm-hmm. and she is so alarmed at the number of suicidal teenagers yes. that come. Sometimes on Friday night or Saturday night, she gets a call and she has to leave and counsel somebody. Mm-hmm. Our society yeah. cannot stand if we continue in our own evil downward course. It's, it's really it's That's really right. uh, tra- uh, tragic. So, uh, friends, yeah. we're, we're talking with Vaughn Schatzer. He's our guest. Uh, we're offering several things. We've mentioned them. Uh, his, his book is really important. The History of American Education, plus the Blueback Speller, the New England Primer, We've got Webster's 1828 American Dictionary of the English Language and also Blackstone's Commentary on the Law, 1-800-652-1144. And, you know, we talk about being salt and light, and we've got parents out there who want to be on the school board. You need to be on the school board. And when they come up with these wacko ideas, you need to stand up and talk. Don't let them talk you down. You've got the facts. You've got all this information that you can use and you can ask them, what is happening to our country? And wait for their answer. Well, I don't know. It's kind of mysterious. I can't figure it out. Nonsense. You (laughs) know what the problem is. You've you've ripped the guts of morality and sweetness out of the hearts of kids when they grow up, they're killers. (laughs) Pardon me for being Mm, so so passionate, but, but that's exactly it. So. So here's the question, uh, Vaughn. How did America's premier educational system of the world go down the slippery slope of dubbing down of education? What happened? Well, well, show us, tell us, so we can avoid continuing.
2: Okay, this is, this is an interesting, very sad story. In 1870, a man by the name of Christopher Columbus Langdell What do you think of that name? Christopher (laughs) Columbus Langdell became the Dean of Harvard and the Harvard Law School. Sadly, uh, Langdell was a student of Charles Darwin, so you know where I'm going with this, Mm -hmm. Brother Larry. Both were atheists and believed in the Big Bang Theory and the lie of evolution. As, uh, As Dean of Harvard, Langdell taught a brand new method of law called Case Law. That's very important. Case law. Case law has no absolutes or morals right. or no rights or wrongs. Everything is relative. Langdell believed, as man evolved from evolution, that men, of the women of the Supreme Court, and judges and lawyers should now guide the evolution of our Constitution and discard the archaic commandments and laws of the Bible. By the early 1900s, Brother Larry, Blackstone's law books with Bible verses for law were thrown out of the university and no longer used. So our law students and all the Harvard, Yale, Princeton went the same way. The the students were now becoming worker bees of the new world order and the Great Reset of the World Economic Forum.
1: Wow, that's exactly it. A tremendous uh, illustration and explanation. Well, uh, what about uh, President Thomas Jefferson? Did he have anything to do with school education in Washington, D.C.?
2: Yes, he did. He had quite a bit <laughs> to do. Thomas Jefferson became the chairman of the school board of the District of Columbia on July seventeenth, eighteen 1805. On the congressional records. He wrote the first plan of education adopted by the city of Washington, D.C. The two principal school texts, listen to this here now, used for the curriculum were the Bible and Watts hymnal. That's correct, <laughs> wow. the Bible and Watts hymnal. We all know about the Bible. What about Watts hymnal? The author, Dr. Isaac Watts, was a theologian, a poet, a famous writer. He composed over 600 hymns during uh, such as Joy to the World, When I Survey the Wondrous Cross, all these. Now, that's not all. Thomas Jefferson also had clergymen to be the teachers. He personally contributed $200 on October 27, 1806. Jefferson granted two lots of government land for the first two DC schoolhouses. Wow. The schools were led by clergy and also for church worship as well. In eighteen seventeen he founded the University of Virginia. The official motto of the university were the words of Jesus Christ, John eight thirty two You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. That scripture was uh, inscribed on the rotunda. And then later in 1898, 72 years after his death, the university put those verses, John 8:32, on Cabal Hall in Greek. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Brother Larry, I drove the whole way down there and took a picture of that <laughs> to make sure that was true. So he established the teachings of Christian history. He also asked James Madison to compile a list of Christian theological books to be included in the university and there's where they taught blackstone's commentaries on laws with bible verses for all the laws brother larry
1: well this kind of teaching is is devastating our young people you've got a couple of horror stories that have come out of our public school system maybe one or two share those with our listening audience and i know we spoke about this before They're shockers, but now that I think of what's going on, I can see how this can happen. So so give us two stories.
2: Yes, these are two shockers. You know, our schools and our governments spend millions of dollars on safe sex. Here's a safe sex horror story. A 14-year-old girl in New York was raped in a public school classroom by three teenage classmates while a fourth classmate held her down. Two of the rapists stopped by the school counseling center to pick up the condoms prior to raping the girl. So much for safe sex. <laughs> the other horror story is a murder story. This is a story of an unwed teenage girl from New Jersey. While attending the high school prom, she gave birth to her baby in a bathroom stall. She dropped and threw the baby in the trash can where it suffocated to death, she then returned to the dance floor requesting the disc jockey to play her favorite song, The Unforgiven, by the heavy metal band Metallica. Dear God help us.
1: Amen. Amen. Well, before we run out of time, what what can we as Christians do to reframe our godly educational heritage and to have a nationwide revival? That's what we need.
2: Yes, that's an excellent question again. First, we need to become informed, and we need to know biblical truth about america 's godly Christian educational history. hosea four six says, "My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. We need to learn the apologetics of the Bible right. and education. Second, we need to get involved. You know the Bible uh, commands us to be salt and light in a wicked and perverse Generation. Uh, we need to run maybe uh to get on the local school board. Yes. Go to all the PTA meetings and voice your opinion, all these things. And then third and probably most important, prayer, pray for a heaven sent revival according to Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then will I hear from heaven and will heal their land and forgive their sins. You know, Brother Larry, we will not have revival in the schoolhouse till we have revival in the church house. Amen. Amen.
1: And I would agree so much with that, and I think a lot of the problems that we're talking about right now is because so many of the churches have gotten so wishy-washy on so-called political issues. But political issues are not like in some other realm. They're moral issues. Just just look at the yes. big ones: uh, same-sex marriage, abortion. Th- those are all moral yes. issues. You cannot you cannot divorce these political issues, which are really moral issues, from the responsibility yes. of the pulpit and of the deacons and the elders Amen. to support the the pastors who preach on these things. So many churches are, well, that's yes. political. We we. Preacher, we better not get into that. That's kind of political oh. nonsense. It's the moral heart of of reality. Amen. And I know Amen. there are there are some pastors who do preach politics, which is really morality. Yep. And they that's right. They get a lot of a lot of flack, and part of the problem is the elders and the deacons, they're not really worthy of being an elder or a deacon because they're just so wishy-washy they want to hear John 3.16. John 3.16 is a great verse. But Mm. listen, friends, if we don't build a wall around that, we will not even be able to preach John Mm, 3.16. That's the truth. You're right. Well, Vaughn, thank you so much for these two programs. It's always a delight. You are a great man of God. We've known each other for many, many years, and I really appreciate you. I appreciate your books, the material that you have, and the way you deliver it. You deliver it with a passion, and that's what we need, a passion for God and a passion for souls. God bless you, dear brother. Vaughn Chatter has been our guest. His material is really excellent,
0: 1-800-652-1144. The complete two-day conversation with Von Schatzer is available today on CD. Simply call 1-800-652-1144 and order your copy. That's 1-800-652-1144. Von Schatzer's book, History of American Education, is today's featured resource. This eye-opening book documents almost four centuries of schooling. Learn about the first educational system and its Christian foundations examine the christian educational philosophies and practices of the pilgrims puritans and founding fathers understand how the agenda of the educrats led to a well-orchestrated takeover of our schools be informed on what you can do to return our american education system back to its original christian principles and values this book is ideal to share with your church sunday school or as a history supplement for children or schools order History of American Education by von Schatzer today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or you can order at our website, swrc.com. We have two prophecy conferences remaining this year. This Saturday, SWRC will be in Des Moines, Iowa. And October 26th through the 28th, we have a huge conference planned in Columbus, Ohio. Josh Davis and Larry Spargimino are here with some exciting updates and details
3: about this special three-day conference. I'm joined by Pastor Larry Spargimino, the host of Watchmen on the Wall, and we are excited about the upcoming Clarity to the Chaos Bible Prophecy Conference coming to Columbus, Ohio, our largest conference of the year, and that'll be October 26th, 27th, 28th. Three full days, over a dozen Bible teachers, and you will be encouraged, you'll be strengthened, you'll be challenged, you'll grow in the Lord, and you'll grow in your fellowship with each other. And so we are going to highlight some of the very important things about this conference and why you need to be there. Pastor Larry, thank you for joining me today.
1: Always a delight to be on the air with you, Joshua.
3: So what are some of the important things about the Clarity to the Chaos conferences? And why is it important that people come and attend these conferences?
1: Well, the Word of God gives us clarity. And in a day of confusion, that's exactly what we need. We need clarity. When you know the prophetic word, chaos is not really a big surprise. God told us that if a nation or a people departs from the word of God and forgets God, chaos will follow. So as the Bible tells us, righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a disgrace to those who are imprisoned by it. And we certainly see that. One of the reasons I think we need to come is because people need clarity. What's going on? What does it mean? How should I live? For whom should I vote in the next election? And I do believe that voting is a privilege and also a responsibility that we have in America. We get clarity. We can come to understand. As a matter of fact, as you know, Joshua, I was an amillennialist for many, many years. I'm, of course, no longer that. And I didn't really understand current events until I threw away my preterism and accepted premillennialism and futurism. Our nation has departed from the word of God. Our leaders don't even believe that there's only male and female. They don't believe in chromosomes. They don't believe in science. They are living by a destructive ideology. What does all of that mean? And furthermore, if we don't agree with their destructive ideology, they call us haters. Yes, I'm a hater, I hate every evil and false way and love the truth. And I think our clarity to the chaos conferences will help people to really hate evil every false way, and they will get to understand how these false ways fit into God's redemptive plan. And prophecy, of course, is an important part of that redemptive plan.
3: Someone will be at the conference conference. This year, that will be one of our keynote speakers, and it's a person that you've got to build a relationship with over the last several years, and that's Jonathan Kahn. Pastor Larry, do you have any other thoughts you'd like to share with people about the conferences? Well, you need to be there. (laughs)
1: Yes, you, in person. And let me tell you why you need to be there. You know, friends, I see a stirring in America. Praise God, He is blessing us with persecution. Now, I'll say that again. God is blessing us with persecution, and now we're having persecution in America. You know, one of the early church fathers, Tertullian, around 202, said, the blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church. We've all become so complacent. We take so much for granted. We are cool in our carnality, but that is beginning to change. So you need to come and be equipped, be educated, be motivated, be challenged, We all need to be ready for what God wants to do through us and through that conference. So friends, hope to see you in Columbus, Ohio. Thank you, Pastor Larry.
0: Today, we have an excellent collection of resources that will help you truly understand our education system in America. Von Schatzer's book, History of American Education. The DVD entitled The Truth Behind the Declaration of Independence and Webster's Blueback Speller and New England Primer. All of these outstanding resources are available together. Call today and order this special education collection. Call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or you can visit our website, swrc.com. Tomorrow, historian and author Bill Federer will reveal what every American needs to know about the Quran. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station by downloading our SWRC mobile app or by subscribing to our daily "Watchmen on the Wall podcast. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Please visit our website, swrc.com.